0: Welcome to Not Another Anxiety Show. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and joining me today is my co-host from coachingfromabroad.com, Erica Latham. What's new, Lou? <laughs> I'm never ready.
1: I'm never <laughs> ready for your antics. So listen, listen to me. Hello, by the way. But hello, I've been hello. a little down. I've been down. I've got a lot going on in my life. I'm sick, some unknowingly how, yet again
0: oh are we all this season my goodness right like well I just told you before we hit record like I
1: felt like I, I just have a head cold thing, the baby Jesus but <laughs> I have a cough and it freaked me out you know you hear like a tiny rattle in your chest and I'm like this is it and you know you just assume you have the consumption
0: because you just but had a cough for like two months
1: for like <laughs> you know unyielding yeah. do I have a pelvic floor no Anyway, so we need to like, we're gonna light and breezy it. We're gonna light and breezy it, and here's what I have for you. You ready?
0: I'm so ready. I could use this too.
1: Okay. Knock, knock. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Who's there? Yoda lady. Yoda lady who? Why are you, why are you yodeling? <laughs> you are supposed to catch it before I had to do the yodeling part, but like, you're so. You're so to be you're like, not. Gonna... Oh, I don't
0: know. Uh, oh, yoda.
1: Yodeling. Yodeling.
0: Yeah. Ah, you know, Funny. see, you need, you need to add the little annotation there that you just added. Could you just yodel
1: for us one more time? Absolutely not. <laughs> I know. I don't get paid enough on this podcast. <gasps> LOL. Know. We don't get paid at all. <laughs> yours
0: yours was much more beautiful than than mine. <laughs> My voice is the flattest voice that has ever <laughs> I was existed. forced to
1: perform as a child. Were you? Oh. I was. I had to sing. With you had some sing. family singers. Can you believe that that's a thing that existed? Yeah. Oh, so you were like a traveling act, a band. Yeah. Well, were like a- it was like my grandfather's generation, and they would perform at like nursing homes locally. But in my mind and in my family's mind, because we all have ego problems, we were the act. We were the new Von Traps. It was like all of us kids, and then my grandparents <laughs> and their siblings. Oh, it's my, ther- my therapist is rich. Alexa, if you're listening, I'm Alexa. so sorry.
0: I love, I had no idea we had um, a famous singer yeah. here today. So gosh, I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little starstruck. Between Somewhere
1: Over the Rainbow <laughs> and Drill Ye Terriers Drill, which is a song. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: it was all like World you. War II ballads or like <laughs> oh depression God. ballads, like Brother Can You Spare a Dime. Really uplifting <laughs> things nine I know about. <laughs> anyway, so that's I, the that's how we're I starting the show
0: today. I can't believe Welcome I didn't Welcome to know this. another anxiety show. A, oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, I think we could all use a little spring right now. We're riding the waves of like you always post this beautiful meme about the <laughs> twenty seasons that are New <laughs> yeah. England, and it's like you know winter, fall, winter, spring, second winter, win- second spring, fall of, spring. My
1: favorite is where where we're right now, where it was because it was fifty nine degrees the other day here in Toronto. Oh, and sunny. And so the, the meme, they shifted every time we have a new weather event. And it said it was the spring of deception. <laughs> and the- then the next season is the potholing. I don't know if you get that in doing that. And then oh it's actual God. spring. And then yep. I think summer Great pollinating. Like-
0: don't forget the great oh, pollinating. I'm so sorry. The great, where pollinating. everything's coated in green.
1: Yeah. And then somewhere in there is hell's front porch. Yes. And then it's like fall, second summer, fake fall, winter, winter, and then it starts over. Anyway. Yeah,
0: and then it starts all over. So I'll we're post it. I'll post it on
1: if I remember. Somebody somebody message me and have I know. me remember.
0: We're in like second winter. We're supposed to get like four inches of snow tomorrow. Get out of
1: here, really? I know.
0: I know. Really? Yes. No, I'm gonna do an anti snow dance. So um That works. But you so, know we're bringing back Anxiety Bites today. Hello, Anxiety B Y T E S. Anxiety B Y T E S, because I don't remember how, but I was that we, one.
1: I yeah, because I lost
0: the poll. We yeah. Oh, it was the poll. Yeah, I was gonna say we yeah. rock paper scissored it or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Anyways, yeah. So I have a question for you.
0: Yes. Yeah, so right, Anxiety Bites is where we answer a question from you, the listener, and That's in cool. presumably you know less than five minutes, but you know we'll.
1: LOL. <laughs> LOL. I mean, I you used know, to set a timer, but mm, I think we You can't we're both take that kind have, of pressure. <laughs> mm-mm. I know, to have a sip of my tea so I can whet my whistle. You um, know, I'll keep,
0: I'll keep in mind it's an anxiety bite. It's a fun challenge for me because one might say I'm very thorough or aka long winded at times. What so, a fun um, stage name that is. <laughs> long winded. Uh. <laughs> So we'll, you know, yeah. we'll do our best, but, you know. Do you want me to
1: set a timer? No, I can. we don't need,
0: we don't don't need the pressure. We need I timer. think this is
1: a nice, I think you're going to like this question. And I think I might have something to say, too, if that's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Gas. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Our listener says, asks, if you will, following a recent, quote, setback or, quote, regression, I've finally started telling some people about my anxiety. I have always kept it hidden from everyone but my sister and husband, and then in parentheses they say, and sometimes my parents, but I prefer not to, quote, worry them. Why is it that we feel the need to hide our anxiety? Do I finally tell my colleagues, my boss, my closest friends, and will they be annoyed that I've kept it hidden for so many years? Mm. Good luck. Ready, go.
0: Ready, go. This this is a great question. I think, Erica, you you brought this up earlier. Like, this, this is a theme that, you know, we feel and that we see, right? Working with clients, you're like, I'm really excited for for this question because this is so universal. And I want to say first and foremost, listener, I know <clears throat> it it can be heavy carrying around this struggle, right? We oh, yeah. We've been there and I'm glad you're able to lean into a few people close to you for support. We're social creatures and other people are one of our biggest assets and sources of support. So you're being... Really resourceful here, like you're already doing a good job. <laughs> sometimes I can feel like we're not doing a good job, but like you're being a, you're doing a good job by leaning into the people that you do feel safe, sharing your anxiety experience with, but again, this is so universal you're not alone in feeling the need to hide your anxiety. It really is in part a function of our biology. we are social creatures that rely on one another, a fact that I know has been hard for me to accept from time to time, but our our biology encourages us to avoid pain like potential rejection, shame, ridicule, judgment, or anything that threatens being disconnected from the social group that we rely on even today still for survival. But there's a balance to be had, right? If if we completely hide our anxiety, struggles and vulnerabilities, then we're missing out on an incredibly valuable resource resource for healing and growing through connecting to others that make us feel heard and seen. Feeling heard and seen is like the love language of the nervous system for people of all ages, kids and adults alike. And rejection really is a matter of when, not if in this life. There is some inherent risk in putting ourselves out there, whether it's sharing our anxiety story, applying to a new job, going on that first date. So it can really help at least for me, it helps me to kind of separate myself from rejection when it does happen. We're not our rejection. There are so many factors, many of them that have nothing to do with who we truly are, affecting any rejection. But many of us become so identified with rejection that really it's not just a fear of rejection. It's a fear of being less than we want to be or less than we think we should be, and that, at least from personal experiences, you know, some heavy shit. It's it's hard. It's <laughs> I, wasn't heavy shit. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. sorry for my smoker's
1: cough. It's a hard habit to break.
0: Yeah. So it really it's it's a function of biology. It's a balancing act. It's sort of inherent just in our wiring. We tend to move towards things that are pleasurable and enjoyable, and we tend to try to kind of shy away or you know contract from things that are painful and you know none of us want to feel the sting of rejection and we don't want to feel ashamed or judged it it, it makes sense yeah that you would feel this way what about you erica what do you have to add well i'm so glad you asked I'm because
1: so i have things to say the number one word as you're talking like the drumbeat in my head is the word shame and you know how I feel about our girlfriend, Brene Brown.
0: We love her. We love you, Brene Brown. Just you, so Bernay. you know.
1: I love you. She doesn't listen to this show, but <laughs> you know what? For all I know, it's the only show she listens to actually. Yeah. Hi, Who knows? Maybe you.
0: we just keep saying her name. There's got to be you some know, algorithm there.
1: There's some manifestation, right? Like Brene some... <laughs> I just want to have like a glass of wine with her, you know? Yeah. I'm off the sauce. Too. I'll have a glass of seltzer with you.
0: Anyhow. Yeah. And some tapas. Okay, go ahead.
1: Toplas. Talk. Anyway, <laughs> shame drives all of this sort of shadow fear around this. I think, yeah. Not, I think. I think. I don't think that. I've I've learned that, and I feel that. You feel that. Like you and I, both. We talk about this, like in our personal lives. Like we can feel like such shame, and it drives us deeper underground. But I do have something else to say. As you're talking, I was thinking in my personal life, I've a person. I'm a person who has come out, if you will, yeah. in a couple ways. One as a you know gay woman, single ladies. Anyway, um, <laughs> <don't> two. <laughs> but before that, I air quotes came out as an anxious person, right. and that's why I'm on this show. That's why I write. That's why I coach. You know, like all it, it led to so many great things. But that wasn't a guarantee, and I see how terrifying that is. It was. It was so scary. It was. But connection is everything. There's also no need, like, you don't, you're not forced to come out with this information. And what no. Brene says about shame is, like, connection incredibly important. But if you need to keep that list of who you tell the story to, to, like, five or six people, or... I think she says in like a one inch by one inch piece of paper in your wallet, you know, that should be the list of people that you tell your, your shit to.
0: Right. I Not get everyone to say, has I get the to right.
1: say shit too. If you get to say shit,
0: yeah, you get to explicit what yeah. badasses. Say. But, but I think you're right. Right. Like we don't yeah. have to share all the details with everyone. Not everyone has no. earned the right, right, right. The details of our vulnerabilities. Right. right? We kind of have this, this like, expanding circle of vulnerability right we have our tight little core that we share with and then maybe we have friends and then yeah. you know acquaintances then maybe professionally right it's it's not something we necessarily have to share with right. everyone and and for me it helped to know cuz again this this is really scary and being vulnerable sort of in the face of feeling self judgment and self shame like that is scary stuff and and it is experiential learning right the more we kind of put ourselves out there um with people that have earned the right to to witness our vulnerability um the more we're able to see how worth it is worth it it is right or feel yeah. how worth it it is like when our listener here thinks about connecting to um i think she said right her sister was one of her people mm-hmm. um you know, when you connect to somebody that is safe to you, right? Like, how does it feel? I know for me, one of the first things I did when I was first having panic attacks and terrified, I'd reach out to my husband, or my mom, there was like two people really that that I would call and really fall, like feel like I was falling apart with on the phone, but it would help my shoulders relax, like yeah. I would feel somewhat contained and supported. Like, there yeah. is so much to gain through connection, but that doesn't mean we have to overshare, right? Or or, um, or throw all of our vulnerabilities out there. We can do it sort of, we can share everything. We can share a little piece. I know for me, professionally, it helped to know I could just share, hey, I'm working through this right now, just so you know, because it was, you know, for me, it was at a point in one of my jobs as a nurse that like, I had to let right. my boss know because it was affecting work. Like it was just, you know, until then, I didn't need to say anything. But there was a point where it was affecting work. And, and that was really scary. But I did trust my manager. And I had some hope there. And you know what, it was a positive experience. And it, it let me work through it in that particular scenario. But some of us don't have that kind of workplace. And it's sort of weighing that balance, right? Like, we don't all have a supportive, safe workplace, some of us are in a toxic workplace, you know, especially in certain fields. So, I think you're onto it, Erica's like, not everybody needs, you know, not every, we don't need to share with, with everybody to reap the benefits of like the healing connection. We
1: don't. Yeah. Connection's important. And sometimes the people you would think are the safest. So I'm so happy this listener has their sister and their husband. If you don't feel safe with your sister and your husband, there are resources. We are resources, you know, And I mean, when I was going through my deep, you know, shame around anxiety and really found like, I mean, I need to start doing this work. I found you, you know, and then, and then I was able to start talking to my friends and then I was able to talk to my family. And then now I can't shut up about it, (laughs) but
0: I had to give myself
1: a break, you know,
0: because it's scary. It does feel risky. It is hard to put ourselves out there, especially when we're feeling Oh, really stretched and like and like it's yeah. really challenging, you know. And for me, there were some close, especially family, like I really did well receive like a lot of support, and some close friends really surprised me with how non-judgmental and, and helpful right? they were. And and yeah. there were some really pleasant surprises in there. And on the flip side, there was some um well-intentioned support from family members, yeah. but still still kind of lacking sort of like, you know, the silver linings or the at least stain or, yeah, you know, kind well. of, they mean that well, they mean well. But, yeah.
1: but it is surprising when you find, I mean, first of all, this is, I mean, not surprising to us and most of the listeners of the show, but it's kind of a ubiquitous experience. Everybody has anxiety. Everybody goes through hard times. So I, I think mean, you'll be surprised if you say like, I'm on whatever level of struggle bus I'm de- defining this as right now. I think you'll be surprised to find that people are like, oh, me too, or, oh, I've done, I've been there, or, you know, and if they can't hold that, then you go, okay, thank you, and you move on to the next person, it's fine.
0: Yeah, and I think something that helps with that, or at least helped me with that, right, because there are, let's be real, there are going to be moments, like, where people don't understand, like, I remember first seeing my primary care provider, who I Mm. do not see anymore, Um, (laughs) but when I first started struggling with anxiety and panic attacks, like, she was downright rude and judgmental Gee, yes. and unkind, like, cr- like cruel. Yeah. Like I, I was like, what what is happening? Right? Because sometimes there is a complete lack of understanding and ignorance and judgment. Like those things happen in life. They do. Like nothing is gonna insulate us entirely from that. But yeah. I think what can help kind of quiet that shame or kind of quiet. The ego that tells us we're not enough, especially in that sort of situation. Are you going to say the C word? I'm going to say the C word. Oh, girl, say the C word. Self-compassion work is magical and reconnecting. Reconnecting because when we're kids, we know we're we don't even question if we're awesome when we're when we're little kids, we don't care, you know, like it's like we're just we're crushing it. That, yeah, How you know, many times my kids hand me a piece of artwork, I'm like, oh, cool, what is that? Tell me about it cool. because I don't know what that is. And they're like, they're like, this is Da Vinci, you know, like a work of art to them, like this is, yeah. and you know, we, we that enoughness is there. It's just about reconnecting with it. It gets buried under these narratives and these beliefs and this stuff that, you know, our caregivers or teachers or bullies or whatever instill in us along the way, right? It's not really yeah. ours. It's just stuff. It's layers we pick up on. And self-compassion lets us sort of shed some of those layers so that we can reconnect with our enoughness, right? And Dr. Kristen Neff has well, some her. really- she's, she's really wonderful. She's done so much um, research and like practical application of self-compassion work, just one of which is like loving kindness meditations, but there are so many more practices there. And um, I think like the wonderful thing about like self-compassion practice is that it, it sort of allows us to reap some of the same benefits of high self-esteem, but without the downsides, like high self-esteem <laughs> the narcissism to be the nurse. I was going to say narcissism <laughs> yeah. and like the sort of wavering contingency on external factors, right? Like high Ooh, self-esteem is
1: that sentence again. Yeah, That is the name of my new memoir. Yes.
0: Right. Like high when contingency on external
1: factors.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, high self-esteem like it means our enoughness really is contingent on if we did a good job on that test, if, yeah. you know, we yep. were perfect, quote unquote, on that first date, right? Or yeah. it's so contingent. It's so fragile, right? It's not sustainable. I'm going to have to read her book again. Oh, no. And oh, we no. S- yeah, she's, I mean, she's wonderful. She's so and- great. And research indicates that self-compassion is, like, strongly associated with psychological well-being, right? It's really annoying, I just want to say.
1: It's annoying that it's self-compassion. It's like, self-compassion all along, I'm furious. I want it to be a pill. I want it to be – in some weird way, I want it to be that there's something wrong with me. Like, I couldn't possibly be just kind to myself. Not even kind, like a step below kind, just like not just a jerk. Yeah,
0: just not a jerk, yeah. like some some, Sometimes. intention of warmth, you know, yeah. and like self-compassion isn't right. High self-esteem is, I'm awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. One of my That's kids different. is so competitive and she's like, mm.
1: Is that I the one that, that, is that <laughs> the <laughs> one that,
0: <An laughs> <old sociopath. laughs> she's, you're so, I wasn't going to say sociopath, but here we are. Sophia, her name is Sophie. No, she's really wonderful. She really is sweet. My other kid is just so inherently sensitive and compassionate and, and you know, they're You're saying twins. she's
1: sweet because she's listening to you and you're, yeah, favorite. yeah,
0: no, she's so sweet, but it's like, you can see already sort of that little ego creeping up that we all have. Right. And, yeah. and how, like, just how unsustainable self esteem is. It's just yeah. not sustainable. Whereas right. like self compassion really leads to increased yeah. feelings of happiness, curiosity, connectedness, and decreased anxiety, rumination, and decreased fear of failure, right? So it sort of gives yeah. us this like, this um, solid ground to stand on is like, the storms of life come and smack us, right? Like we get rejected by, by a job. We get rejected by a date or a friend, right? Like whoosh, smack, kick. Like it gives us sort of this solid ground. And like you said, Erica, I think um, so many of us are like maybe dismissive of it, oh, right? Like, are some s- of
1: us and not questioning 100%. Yeah. This is the thing that, when I'm having one of those days where I'm, you know, I can't do anything right and I'm such a jerk. It's so overlooked. It's the last thing I'm like self-compassion, my ass. Like there's no way, but that it, when, you know, whenever my frontal lobe cranks back into gear, that is the thing. And it is so hard to see until you do it, until you see that there's like a result. Experiential learning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, right? We have to do it and feel it to yeah. see it. Otherwise yeah. it can almost feel, um, oh, counterintuitive, I guess. It can feel counterintuitive oh, yeah. if we've been trying to beat ourselves yeah. into a better version, but yeah. let me, I just want to share it from like a biological perspective, right? right like your, me there, your nervous my, system, if your nervous if, system, well, Sorry. our, our, Sorry. Nervous, our Sorry. royal, royal Please. your, <laughs> if you think of your nervous system, you know, or, um, for those of you that have kids, nieces, nephews, sometimes it's easier to sort of understand it through that lens first. But like, if you see a kid like Erica, you have three wonderful nieces, right? Like if one of them is upset or scared, like how does their nervous system respond? If we're like, come on, get it together. Don't be a baby. If we meet them with shame and judgment Mm. versus like, yeah, hey, I hear you. You know, we yeah. we all get scared. It's it's normal to feel scared, right? Like I can literally feel that nervous system response in my body. If we meet ourselves with some kind of like warmth and compassion and understanding, it doesn't have to be much more than that. Our nervous system is like, "Oh, okay. Let me regulate a little bit. I can downregulate. I can be in rest yeah. and digest." And when we shame ourselves, it's like cue fight or flight. Like yeah. cue all the stress hormones.
1: <laughs> it's really it just doesn't work. Well, yeah, but it's it's it seems so lame. Yeah. I and know. I mean that in like the nicest way. It seems yeah. so lame, it's the most powerful tool we have.
0: Yeah. And it's the one it's we wild. often overlook and and dismiss yeah. like how could this possibly. So yeah. That's, you know, Dr. Kristen Neff has great. We don't, uh, we don't have to read the whole book. She's got nice articles it's on there. Letter. She's like in BBC. There's like short published yeah, her articles. Yeah, website is incredible. Her website's, yeah, it's yeah. great. Like if you don't have the bandwidth or the time, right? Or the accessibility yeah. to like get an read a book. Yeah, or an audible, right. Yeah. Like and you can get the audible, but But there's... I think
1: she's, I know she's on Facebook. I think she's on it. Have we had her on the show?
0: No, but we should. Get her on the show. Making a note right now. Can I Can I be on there too? I just think she's really cool. Yeah, she's agreed. She's done cool work and she has like she has like bite-sized pieces on Instagram, right? Where yeah. they're just just to sort of lean into it and see what, you know, our listener and others notice for themselves. Like we can think of it as like an experiment. You don't have to take our word for it. I wouldn't take somebody's word for it until I actually <laughs> started practicing, yeah. right? And experiencing yeah. Like, oh, wow, okay, self-compassion's not necessarily ooey-gooey, but practical in so many senses. And This
1: is um, the, you remember a few weeks ago, when, or whenever, I don't time has stopped, when I put the dresser together wrong,
0: you know, yeah. that whole thing? Yes. And I
1: called myself a silly, silly goose. goose. I know. Like, I You're signed like, up for therapy because I was worried about myself, but my therapist was like, oh, <laughs> that's self-compassion. I'm like, oh, gross. Um, oh,
0: it came yeah. naturally. I didn't even have to force it. Yeah, I was time, like right? worried. Like,
1: I'm like, am I driving like, infection? Am I okay? Came out of the abyss. What? Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's the real thing, and that's you know we talk about it in our businesses. We talk about it in our personal lives, like in practice. But but when you actually do it and it just happens, you're like, oh, am I like almost too great? Like, am I healing? Oh, it's
0: like, oh my god, I'm enlightened. No, am but I like a Buddha? You know, it's funny. Even like two days ago, I was just. I was doing like a bunch of new stuff for my business and like I was having a meeting with this new team for this like clinical trial I'm working on and I had a new guest on the podcast and it was all this like new stuff and I know for me when I'm trying something new sometimes that like I'm a recovering perfectionist and that will sort (laughs) of creep in like yeah you know like was it perfect how did I sound how did I do do I really deserve a seat at that table I don't know all those people seem... Real smart and real credentialed and fancy, you know, all that stuff comes up. And I was like, you know what? I could really use me some loving kindness meditation (laughs) directed I mean I know you're supposed to send it partway through the meditation it's like oh you can send it to another person or to everybody I'm like I'm keeping it all for me today yeah the
1: first thing you do is you send it to yourself you know our best friend in life partner Sharon Salzberg is the queen of loving kindness and she's got a million she has a podcast if you want something for free hop on Sharon Salzberg's little bandwagon she's got a million of those
0: yeah exactly and it's it really it's a practice like it's really yeah, sort of awkward is. like learning to ride a bike at first yeah. you definitely I didn't feel the benefits right away and it really was like there's no way to explain it like you can read about it but actually getting a feel for it it's I similar know. to riding a bike you can read about riding a bike but to actually find like that perfect balance that lets you like my kids are learning to ride a bike right now so I'm using this metaphor you learned to ride a bike as an adult and it shooketh me remember oh my Oh, my God. Really? It was I was on these, like, triple-wide rail trails, and my husband would be riding next to me. I'm like, don't come too close. Like, give me space. Like, get, get over there. You're making me it's anxious. So like now the, I'm-
1: the Breaking news of 2020. Breaking news.
0: And now I'm riding, like, these single-track, like, Rudy rocky- You
1: would. You would be like, I learned to ride a bike a year ago, and then I'm going to do mountain bike, like, extreme mountain bike-
0: Oh, my right. friend's trying. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm 36. <laughs> my prefrontal cortex is like well established. I know that like I could break my neck now. Oh. She's like, let's do, let's go to Highland and do downhill. Yeah. I'm like, is that like skiing downhill, but biking? She's like, yeah, with jumps. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. Jumps. <laughs> I'm like, your bones jumps. are in a glass at 36. Like, Get out of here. I'm 36. Like, no. I want to break my pelvis. <laughs>
1: Unfriend. Take that person off that little tiny list. That's what you do. I'm like, no I'm like, Oh
0: my gosh, no, no way. But you know, I'll meet you at Bear Brook, which is just a couple little hills. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that.
1: Bear Brook is my stage name. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love so that's this. What, that's what I have. Okay, shame, etc. Compassion, etc.
0: Renee Brown, Doctor Renee Brown, Brown. Doctor Kristen Neff. Neff.
1: love her. Sharon Salzberg. boom, did it. Sharon's podcast, <laughs> boom shit oh
0: ooh. oh Sorry. man i had to say it again i had to i know we had a couple in there ooh, we did. I know. Getting, I we're so feeling spicy trouble. today it's friday I we're know. feeling spicy i
1: know and i just got a mattress delivered right before we hit record and i'm still out of breath from it so like oof. i know I'm excited you then. gotta
0: go pop that thing open so it can fully in, inflate oh does it take a while doesn't it take
1: up to 24 hours? Stop. I threw my other mattress away already. Oh no. Oh, I could be nurse. wrong.
0: I could be making that up. I could be making that oh, up. I'm I don't know. Go
1: look at my I don't even remember, dream cloud mattress or some garbage. It's going to be right. great. Dream cloud if you want to support
0: us. You got to go pop your vacuum sealed mattress. <laughs> Not so supported, it can inflate. Though. <laughs> Not okay, so well, I love this episode. I really did actually. Me too. That is our episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and take a minute to write a review on iTunes so that we can reach and support more people. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching or have a question you'd like answered on the show, please visit notanotheranxietyshow.com. You can also get a discount on your first coaching package there by subscribing to my newsletter. And until next time, remember, be kind to yourself.